Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred, that great theme music by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And as we roll into the month of March, I... I am really loath to give up the theme of sci-fi February for at least a couple more weeks here. I've got a piece I am so eager to share with you, um, and it's kind of been a long time in the making. I don't know how much you follow my own efforts at FinalRune.com. Final Rune Productions is my personal um, independent audio drama producer uh, company. We go out on location and record um, our actors out in the woods, beaches, lighthouses, uh, bars, (laughs) airports of Maine. Uh, and you know, usually kind of the reason I created this show was to have a place to play my shows when, uh, we did produce them and, um, I have not played what I'm going to play for you today yet. Um, even though it was actually finished production in, uh, October, um, the reason being, um, was that at the time, uh, we played it on rock and roll radio station, WKIT up in Bangor, Maine. Um, it is a mainstream rock and roll radio station actually owned by Stephen King. Um, it is known as Stephen King's rock and roll radio station, which was a huge pleasure to be on that station and to be able to play cuts by REM and kiss and, uh, Rolling Stones and, uh, stuff like that. However, when you want to go out into the podcast market, actually, uh, that kind of stuff doesn't work as well anymore. Um, you can get away with it on a rock and rolls radio station. They've got the licenses, not so much in podcasting. So, um, alas, uh, the pilot episode of the cleansed, um, has been hidden from you until now. Uh, now I actually leaked this last week. I must admit, uh, to Jack Ward at the Sonic Society. I'd uh, thank him for all the great uh, tips he's given me on, um, audio drama groups. And now dear radio drama revival listeners, here's uh, your chance to hear the cleansed. This is a totally action packed apocalyptic, um, adventure story. So if you are not into action, you prefer um, softer uh, romances, dramas, that sort of thing, probably time to uh, skip to the next episode or wait for next week. However, um, if you do like um, intense uh, stuff that might remind you of Stephen King uh, works of his own, uh, stuff like The Stand is kind of where we're going for if we're going to talk about a uh, similar scope project with the cleanse is going to end up being or something like Edict Zero, Wormwood, um, We're Alive, uh, all those great, uh, masterful, uh, long-running podcast serials. This is what we're going for with the cleanse. It's going to be 15 hours, ultimately. We're going to do three seasons. Each season will be five hours apiece. Uh, so this is the prologue. This is episode zero. There will be seven episodes each season of 45 minutes long. It'll be serialized in five to seven minute chunks released on podcasts. On this show, starting a year from today, uh, we're going to you know, start hearing season one. Um, for now, you're going to hear season episode zero. And I'm going to beg you again and again and again to help support the project at thecleansed.com, www.thecleansed.com. Um, you can get a CD of this, you can get a T-shirt, uh, or you can just give me money. <laughs> we'll be launching a Kickstarter campaign here shortly and um, really need support. This is, a, a, you know, everything that I've done um, has been totally, almost entirely volunteer uh, work and my own money. Um, I know a lot of radio dramatists are in the same uh, boat, and if you're a listener who likes hearing this kind of stuff, I would really heartily recommend that you you, you pick your, your groups or as, as much as you can afford to support directly the artists who produce it, if that means really, uh, you know, purchasing their shows or uh, donating to their nonprofits such as Chatterbox uh, or, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is the producer is asking for to make their productions happen, uh, really encourage you to do it because there is not money out there for this. Um, it's not really commercially viable to do this. We're all doing it because we love it and because we want uh, you, our listeners, to have more stuff to enjoy. And yeah, all right, <laughs> enough of that junk. Let's let's blow up the city of Bangor. Here we go, episode zero, the cleansed rocket. 
Final Room Productions presents The Cleansed, Episode Zero, The Breaking. WKIT 100.3, the Rock of Bangor, your propane generator-powered survivalist station, available to you on your hand-crank radio device. And even if it is the end of the world, we can all feel fine because it is Halloween, my rockers. Forget about all the troubles in the world and live like you might die tomorrow, because, well, you just might. We've got a very special broadcast coming up in just a minute, live from the National Guard Post at Bangor International Airport, but just before that, I've got a couple of pieces of news. Oh, man! I know, I know, I don't like to get depressed about it any more than you do, but martial law is martial law. So here we go. There's been another terrorist attack today, this one on a transmission station in St. John, New Brunswick, which has further set back National Guard and Army Corps of Engineer efforts to restore electrical service to the East Coast. Authorities do not have a set date for restoration of service, but they assure us they are doing everything they can to get things back to normal. But hey, the good news, the old Walmart is still set up as a free depot for rations and basic supplies. In fact, I have word they just flew in another container of hand crank radios. So if you know someone in need, why not drive over there and grab one? <laughs> All right. Well, to do that, you'd need gas. <laughs> well, if your license number ends in an even number, today is your day. Tomorrow is odd numbers. The letters A through K the day after that. That. Fuel is still scarce, and the price today at Dysart's is $20.49 a gallon. Phew, and not giving that stuff away. Gas prices make you want a scooter? Jim's small engine in Hampton still has a few, with only 50% down and three-year financing. They're quite the hot item, so check them out. 492 Route 2, Hampton. <laughs> all right, my rockers. Now, the moment we've all been waiting for from your post-apocalyptic propane generator-powered radio station, we have for you tonight, from the Bangor International Airport, a live radio show presented to honor our men and women returning from the war in Arabia 
War of the Worlds. Oh yeah, in the 1930s, radio had the power to shock the world. And now, 100 years later, we're still listening to the stuff. We've got a group of students from the University of Maine who've been working on this show, and damn it, they're not gonna let massive blackouts or social unrest slow them down. In a special partnership with the National Guard, we're joined now for a live broadcast where rocker Bobby Russell is setting the stage. Bobby, you there? Bobby? Uh, Bobby? Right here, Como. Oh, come on. I said I, I hear you loud and clear, Como. You there, man? Oh, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got you now. What's the scene over there? Well, as you know, it's nutty high security. Kind of weird. Makes you wish we were back in the old days when all they did was shake you down to get on an airplane. But despite a few grim-faced guards, the base is actually kind of a fun place. The soldiers coming back from the war are really happy to be enjoying some hamburgers. Hamburgers? You mean like the rations they've been giving out to the rest of us, right? No, no, this is fresh meat. They've been flying in every day from Iowa to support the troops. Not that canned junk. Well, I'll be. Uh, Bobby, hold on for a moment. I think it's time for a commercial break. Well, no, Como, actual... Hamburgers, Bobby. You gotta go telling people you're eating hamburgers? What? It's not like you can't get any. Freeze-dried, dehydrated cardboard. Jeez, and you're eating real honest-to-goodness beef? Sorry, man. But yeah, real Angus. You're a lost cause, dude. ...can't help but fear for the future. But deep down, we're stronger than ever because our challenges are what make us American. All I know is that I love America. And I want to see her stronger than ever. Positions are available now for food distribution, fuel management, and keeping of the peace. Stand up for America. Man, that about brings a tear to my eye. Bobby, you still with us? I am, here with a cool group of UMaine students who are going to put on a radio show just like they would in the old days. I'm standing at the sound effects table where none other than Stephen King has made an appearance. Stephen? You mean Christine hasn't run him over yet? Well, you know me, Como. I ain't one to fear the Reaper. <laughs> starting to sound like one of your books, Stevie. What brings you to BIA? Well, I couldn't keep away. I wanted to do this show myself years ago. I was even going to set it in Bangor. It's not in Bangor? No, Grover's Mills, New Jersey. Completely made up, but real enough to spook the hell out of people. Got it. Well, what's so special about this thing? Oh, Orson Welles made a name for himself with this. This was 1938. People missed the opening announcement and were so paranoid. Well, <laughs> they really thought Martians were attacking Earth. Didn't your latest book have something about Martians in it? You mean the hunger without bounds? Yeah, those are Martian vampires, Como. Ah, cool. You know, I would love to read that if I could only get my hands on a copy. You might try a library. Last I knew, there were a dozen passing through Bangor Public. I might just do that. Well, Stephen, thanks for your time and enjoy the show. Don't mention it, Como. Uh, right. Bobby, uh, you said they had sound effects. Yeah, I got one of the students here. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> what do we have going on here? We tried to be as accurate as possible with the sound effect instruments they used in the 1930s. Of course, we could do it with computers nowadays, but this makes it more authentic. Plus, you'd have trouble running your computer, right? Yeah, well, they got generators here, even the Internet. Cool. So what's that? Pots and pans? Yeah, uh, these are so we can make the sounds of the Martian spaceships. They crash land on Earth, right? And they wage war. 
Look at what we've got for their death ray. That's a kazoo in cellophane. Aren't you clever? So what, you just follow along with the script and make your sounds wherever you're supposed to have them? That's the idea. Cool. Well, if I can just talk to the band... Well, actually, we're just about to go on. Oh, right. Hey, Como, it's showtime. Awesome. Well, listeners, it's time to forget about everything. Now turn out your lights. Settle back and take this safety catch off your imagination and get ready to be blown away by the University of Maine with the classic Orson Welles version of War of the Worlds. We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's and yet as mortal as his own. We know now that as human beings busied themselves about their various concerns, they were scrutinized and studied almost as narrowly as a man with a microscope might scrutinize the transient creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. With infinite complacence, people went to and fro over the earth about their little affairs, serene in the assurance of their dominion over this small, spinning fragment of solid driftwood, which by chance a design man has inherited out of the dark history of time and space. Whoa, 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 hey, hey, Bobby, Bobby, what's going on? Bobby? Bobby? Okay, folks, I'm, I'm not sure that was part of the show. We're, uh, well, we're gonna rock like there's no tomorrow, right? Uh, time to celebrate. Bobby, what the hell is going on over there? Como, there's people with guns. I heard that. They're storming the place. I think they got through. Through all the guards? Apparently. What are they, like terrorists? I don't know, man. It's a bunch of crazy guys, like soldier of fortune types. Dude, we gotta get back on the radio. People are gonna be freaking out. I'm freaking out. We gotta let them know it's under control. It's our friggin' job, man. Okay, uh, hold on a second. Get your sorry ass over here. Hey, a couple of real soldiers are going to escort me and the other civilians somewhere safe. Call you back, huh? Yeah, sure. You, you call into the station, okay? All right, you got it. So far, so good with the cell phones, huh? <sighs> oh, let's pray the generator keeps running. And we're rocking your night here on the Rock of Bangor. Folks, I don't know what to tell you other than we've heard reports of some kind of attack on Bangor International, where students from UMaine were performing the old-time radio play War of the Worlds. Now, I just spoke to station manager Bobby Russell, and he says it sounds like the National Guard is on top of things and all civilians are being moved to a safe place. So no need to panic. Everything is under control. Oh, I think that's Bobby now. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Como. Am I live? Uh, you sure are, man. All right, we got a guy from the military who wants to talk. Well, put him on. Yeah, sure, right. This is Colonel Jeff Murray of the National Guard. At 19.30 this evening, we engaged unidentified combatants at the Bangor Armory. In light of this, we've declared the city of Bangor a hostile zone. As such, there's a curfew beginning immediately. All civilians are advised... Uh, oh, Jesus! Bobby! Bobby, what's going on? Oh, Jesus, they got him! They got him! Ooh, ooh. Okay, uh, everyone, uh, hey, uh, uh, we're just experiencing some difficulties over in Bangor. Uh, no, no reason to panic yet. Nope. No, maybe, um, it's uh, time to partake of 
what you've got, you know, calm your nerves, right? <laughs> In fact, I might just start a little party myself. Hey, how about we warm up to some of this? thing. Huh? How the hell do I turn this thing on? I want to talk to the people. Screw off! <laughs> okay, let him up. Punk's not gonna make a move. Okay, you ought to be on mic one. Here, just let me up. <laughs> All right. Never mind then. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn Mike. It was live this whole time. Jesus, Como. Hell of a way to start a panic. Uh, uh, citizens of Bangor, my name is Kurt, and I am a member of a group called The Dwellers. We are an organization of the unorganized, those who have lived at the outskirts of society and, and sought to hide from the evils of the state, from corrupt politicians and unjust laws, the taxmen's usury, corporate government. It is clear to us that the events of the last few months have given the government what they always wanted, an opportunity to institute martial law and strip away the remainder of our civil liberties. We are here to stop this. It was written by our forebears and guaranteed in the Constitution. We have a right to take up arms against an unjust government, and we are utilizing that right. We are prepared to fight to the death to defend what America really is. If you are caught in the crossfire, well, you must understand that there are no bystanders in what is to come. We have already secured one military installation, and we have received word that our associates in southern Maine have successfully destroyed the bridge to New Hampshire. I hope you will join us in the fight to secede from the United States. As Thomas Jefferson once said, This is bull. What the hell, dude? I didn't keep fighting while my buddies bled to death in some Arab desert just so a bunch of hicks with guns can piss all over America. John, calm down. Where are my friends? Where's Katie and Johnny and, and Meg? We'll go back for them in a minute, all right? It's okay, come on. Sam, is there still a guard unit over at the Walmart? Yeah, you should be able to get them on the radio. Call signs Wally 1. Thanks. Wally 1, this is Prophet. Over. Wally One, go ahead, over. Report your situation, over. Panic, sir, we're, we're trying to maintain peace, over. Roger. How large is the crowd? Uh, you know, a hundred, maybe more. Well, we got enough rations, but they're getting restless. They're, they're hearing this thing on the radio, over. Roger. Round up everyone you can and get to the honeybee. We have three civilians in a bunker, and I'm going to fetch more, over. Wilco, over. This is Prophet, out. David, we've got to say something to these people. I was just speaking with Lieutenant Prophet. That jackass? Excuse me? Sorry, he's a bit hot-headed, that's all. Yeah, well, we got instructions to get back to base. Jesus, are you sure? They might have that place totally wrecked. Hey, who's that guy on the radio? A loose cannon kid. Hey, where are your parents? He sounds mean. 
Don't worry, we'll deal with him soon. Oh, bull, some hillbilly's handing your ass to you. Excuse me, sir, that's yeah. not called for. Uh -huh. I've got a baby at home. You're the ones who told us to come here, who told us it was safe. Look, ma'am, we still have food, supplies, we're doing everything we can to Everyone, take care of please, just, just hold on a moment. We're working on the situation. Now just stay calm. But we're aware that a rogue element has taken over the radio station. And we're doing everything we can to shut it down. Now, we're not certain of the extent of their influence, but the preliminary report suggests Those that... Those rednecks got you licked, that's why. <laughs> listen! Listen, I've been talking with my higher-ups, and we've decided to move to a safe haven. A place that will be safe from the rebels while we regroup. Now, if you just please back off while we organize... You're gonna get us all killed! Look, we're soldiers. We're here to protect you, and that's our only job. I hope you'll come with me. I want to go home. My baby. You're going to make me leave my baby. No, I didn't say that. It's just that it's not safe. You're telling us that we can't go back to our homes? I'm not ordering you to do anything. Oh, go blow it. I bet there's still I'm trying to protect you. Listen, people, we need to calm down. Everyone, stand down. You're currently breaking the law. All right, I need to stop. David, you can't fight a tidal wave. Damn it. Please, please, sir, you have to help me get my baby. You still have a child at home? Yes. Okay, okay. I need to get all of you to somewhere safe. Ah, he's got guys! Oh, hey, hey, put down the gun, man! What about my second amendment, asshole? He said, put it down. Now, this is no time to play John Wayne. We are authorized to use force if necessary. Big man. Big man got a piss on a little man to prove he's still the alpha dog, ain't that right? Drop it! Last warning! The second dog suddenly got a big old bite ticking out of Oh! God. You killed him! Holy hell! I was, I was threatened. I was defending myself. You shot a civilian. But I warned him. He had a gun. Oh, Jesus, Chris. Look, we need to get the hell out of here. Ma'am, ma'am, are you coming? Yes. All right, who's with me? You? You? All right, and you guys. Okay, that's, that's maybe a dozen of us. Ma'am, where's your home? Stillwater Park. Chris, you lead the way. Now keep cover fire minimal. And Chris, Chris, are you with me? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. For God's sakes, keep your gun down. But I need you to lead us, Chris. Chris, can you do that for me? Yeah, David. All right, we're going to make it through this one. Of course. I mean, I mean, sure, no problem. The rest of you, stay close, stay low, stay quiet. And listen to what we have to say. Keep quiet and we'll all make it through this. Move, everyone, move! There's not much time! All right, what's the next move, boss? We've got to round up our platoon. Hey, there's one of your sergeants. Sean! Sam! Sawyer, thank God. Get over here. What's going on? They're all over the airfield. Oh. They've taken over the main armory and commissary. Now they're moving for the jets. The jets? Jesus. What the hell are they doing with the jets? Oh. Blowing them up, John. Sawyer, do you have your squad together? Present and accounted for, sir. Good. You go with Sam and round up the other squads. We'll have to fall back outside the base. You got it. They shoot to kill. These are real soldiers. They look like our own. Yeah, we probably trained the bastards. Don't let that slow you down. Don't worry about it. Sawyer and I got your back, John. Thanks. All right, keep fighting, soldiers. And that is Article 4 of our alternative constitution, the sacred responsibility of the individual to fight the state when the state is corrupt. Article 5. 
Article 5 is about the ways in which the citizen must take up his oath. So how'd you meet this guy? Gun show? Shut up. Yeah, no, no. I, I really want to know. Like, are, are you skinheads or something? You want me to break your jaw? Just keep flapping it. God, you're charming. So, did they have, like, a two-for-one sale at the Army-Navy surplus? That is one great jacket. Oh, listen close, Parkerhead. It's because of people like you that were in this goddamn mess. People like me, huh? Uh, who's that? The media. The media? <laughs> you think I'm the goddamn media? You've been selling bread and circuses while Rome is burning. How's Lindsay Hilton now, huh? Hey, hey, I I'm not CNN here. I'm just a DJ on a rock That's station. That's your uh, problem. Uh, That's the problem with all you little turds. It's someone else who's to blame. But there is no someone else. In the end, the only ones we can hold accountable are ourselves. If the state's forcing you to do unjust things, it's your responsibility to resist the state. Jeez, you sound just about as brainwashed as the rest of them. How about you, huh? If the individual is so important, why are you running around with a guy like that? I don't need to explain myself to you. So, you, you mean you're a slave and you don't want to admit it? Oh, jeez, just, just when I thought we were having a, a nice, friendly debate here. We're a tribe. <laughs> Not a state. That's all you need to know. Six is about the construction of social bonds and the dissolution of those bonds. In recognition that certain jobs are completed more efficiently by groups of individuals. Okay, Miles, what do you think? I don't know, Luke. I think we need to attack the angry mob. Me too. So this is the place, huh? According to one of her girlfriends, yeah. Looks like it. A goddamn welfare palace. So what, she just gave you a key? <laughs> With enough persuasion, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Luke. Daddy's home. Miles, who's that? It's your dad, Luke. It's your big mean old dad. Oh no, okay. Like what mom told us, right? Find a place to hide. Find a place to hide. Find a place to hide. Alright, you load up. There should be all kinds of stuff in the cupboards. Hey, you weren't kidding. This place is a treasure trove. Yeah, thanks to the welfare state. Peanut butter! Good old American peanut butter! You know I can hardly even find this stuff on the black market? Quit walking and load up. I gotta find my son. Luke! Luke! Hey Luke, buddy. Come on. Where are you? Constitution's federal. Luke! <laughs> oh, okay, I, I see your doodles. You gotta be around here, Luke. Damn it, Luke, if you don't come out, you're gonna regret it. I heard that. Get out from under there. No! You're making me do this! I'm your father. You do what I tell you to. Not the other way around. Miles, you're a bad man! Miles? Who the hell is... <laughs> you mean that stupid doll? Are you kidding me? You're still carrying around that bear the counselor gave you? Oh, 
Come on, give me that thing. No! 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 I can't do it. You, you, you rely on this thing, huh? <laughs> you can't hurt him, mister. You may be his dad, but I'll protect him. It's a goddamn war outside, kid, and here you are playing with dolls. You see, this is why I need you to be with me and, and not the welfare queen. Do you understand? Get your ass up. You hurt me! You'll hurt a lot worse if you keep talking. Now get up! <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake! Hey! Hey! People are coming! What? It's your wife, maybe. There's some guys with her. Oh, that slut. There it is. Up ahead. Oh, my baby. Oh, Luke! Hey, hey, slow down. We need to stay together. I can't believe I left him. It's all because of you. You said it wasn't safe. Ma'am, please. Luke! Luke, I'm coming! Luke! Lee, those are military. I can see just fine. What are we doing then? Standing our ground. Luke! Slow down! Look, slow down, stick with us! Luke! Chris, can you protect the goof? I'm going in. Careful, David. I know. Let go of me. Let go! Shut up! Oh. What the hell are you doing leaving our son home alone in this bug house? They said, they said it wasn't safe. Safe enough for you to leave our son alone. Jesus, you know he's going insane? Talking to a goddamn teddy bear for Christ's sake. Luke, baby, I'm home. Put her down. Drop your gun. There's nowhere to run, man. Now let go of the woman and get out of here. Sure, side with the welfare queen. Bitch can't even watch her own son. Lee, please, you're insane. I'm coming for what's mine. You lost your custody. Yeah, because of your lies. I said drop her. You want to start something of it? Stand down, sir. You sure you want to start this fight? Not much I can do about it now, huh? I'm not about to leave my son again. Just stop for a moment. Let's think about this. Think about what? We got you outnumbered, don't we, Mike? Mike! You're on your own, man! You pussy! Lay the gun down. Screw you! You've taken everything away from me and now you want the last thing. Damn it, you're not gonna have it! Sir, that's not... I served, you know. In Afghanistan. Two tours. Two savage, nasty tours of sleepless nights and IEDs. They hit my Hummer once. The thing rolled over and the guys with me died. <laughs> don't know why I survived it. I wish I hadn't sometimes. Please. And now you're here to take it all away from me? Oh, no, yeah. How's that for redemption? Please. A reward for service. Do not go for that gun. Eat it. You, you killed him. You killed him. He didn't leave me with a choice. You didn't have to do that. Is that your son? Luke. Oh, Luke. Oh, Luke. Sorry you had to see that. You killed my daddy! You killed my daddy! I, I, I'm sorry, son. He, he, he was sick. And now, look, we, there's no time. Get your things. We got a long road ahead of us. No The Jesus, they just left us here. They said they were going to get more civilians. That was an hour ago! Please, please, just stop talking. I'm, I'm trying not to think about this. You've got to, Sunshine. This is really happening. Look, leave her alone, man! What, are you in denial too? No, but doesn't mean you have to be a jerk. <laughs> a jerk? You're worried about me being a jerk at a time like this? Well, look at me. Look at Bobby Russell the jerk. Please! Yeah, so like, 
What happened? Weren't you all together? I don't know. We were, but then somehow we got separated. And here are all these guys with guns. Jenny, Jenny, it's okay. It's okay. What happened to them? Just pl please. We're gonna make it. I don't want to make it. We've got to get out of here. We're like sitting ducks. You kids with me? They told us to wait here. Well, what if they aren't coming back? What if they are dead? And the people who killed them want to finish the job? Stop, please. I'm not making this up. We've got to get somewhere safe. Safe? Oh, sure. Tell me where safe is. I, I gotta camp up at Peshaw. No one will be out there. Plenty of food. Hell, we even got beer up there. Rifles. We got to get out of town. It's too crazy here. Peshaw? That's miles from here. We can follow the rail trail. It'll take us all the way to Glenburn. And Jesus, from Glenburn, we can just walk. Hell, out there, I bet no one even knows what's going on yet. I don't know, man. We, we don't have much time. You want to save your girlfriend or what? She's not my... I mean, just because she... Well? Okay, okay, we'll go, okay? Just please stop... Stop being... Oh, okay, no. sure. You want me to candy coat it for you, huh? Come on, we all need to go. Right now. Oh, look who's come back to save us. No screwing around. Move okay. it. Okay, okay. What's going on? Just keep moving. I thought you guys were in control. But we need to get somewhere safe. We're screwed, aren't we? Down! Everyone down! What the hell? They're burning up the rest of the jet fuel. The last of it on the goddamn planet. What? Just stay the hell out of the way. There's an alternative refuge at the hospital. We're going there now. Hey, Come I on. was just telling the rest of them about this camp. Everyone, we need to get through that fence. It's a run of about 150 yards. We should go in pairs. I can cover the first pair. Second goes with me. We'll go. Jake. I'll stay on the inside, you know, in case. Yeah, got it. Okay, you two. Stay crouched, keep moving, and don't let anything slow you down. Understand? Yeah. Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three! Go, go, go! Okay, they made it. You ready? Yeah, thank God they banned cigarettes. I couldn't make this 10 years ago. All right, stay low. And one, two, three. Ah! Hey, keep ah. Moving. come on, come on, keep moving, I got you. My leg, he got my... Lean on the other one. I've got your shoulder, come ah. on, move, move! Come on, we're almost at the fence, Bobby, stay with me! Come on! Ah! Bobby, Bobby! Listen to me, huh? That one barely grazed you. You're not even bleeding hard, okay? Okay. You're going to make it through this. We're headed to the hospital and they'll help you there. Damn it, this is crazy! Yeah, but it's real. Come on, are you with us? Yeah. yeah. All right, come on, let's move. Prophet! This is Wally One, come in. Wally One, this is Prophet, over. Hey, we're en route. The honeybee's gone. Say again, over? But the whole thing's on fire. It's not safe anymore. Firebird's not safe. We're falling back from base. Report your location, over. We're downtown, we're by the big statue, you know, downtown. I'm sending a squad to back you up. Stand your ground for now, over. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Look, there's a few empty rail cars by the river. We'll, we'll bunk up there. Yeah, over. We're on our way. Out. Damn it! John! John! Sam! Oh, thank God. Look, I've got a civilian here who needs care. On it. Ow! Ow! Where's Sawyer? Dead, John. We had four what? soldiers trapped in a hangar, and he went in after them. They took out a plane. How many are alive, Sam? About half the platoon, John. Melrose, Carter, Smith, some other guys. We've got a few lost souls from the guard. There... There's a lot dead. You've got to escort this band to the Joshua Chamberlain Bridge. The guard is pinned down there. Where are you headed? Doesn't matter. I need you to just Damn it, keep... John! You can't leave me! I need you to do this for me, Sam. You've got the guts to keep it together. 
Are you going to help me or not? Of course I will, but what the hell are you doing? I'm going to go stop that madman. By yourself? I don't want anyone else in harm's way. For God's sake, take an escort. No. This is something I've just got to do. Like that time in El Mahajma. Uh, don't remind me, John. That wasn't a good day. Yeah, I can count the good days on one hand. Get this group out of town and I'll rejoin you later. We'll have to find a place to hide the civilians. Then we'll take back the base. You're crazy, man. You've lost this thing. Look, punk. You're standing with two soldiers who survived Saudi Arabia. Maybe you forgot, but they were really unhappy to see us there. Hey, you're not in Saudi Arabia We anymore. were there to save your sorry ass, your radio station, and your goddamn apple pie. Jesus. You just don't get it, do you? John. John. <laughs> Anyways, it looks like hell has come to the home front. What do you need me to do, John? Look for a rail car by the river. Guy's name is David. Got it. And make sure Bobby here makes it. Gotta keep free speech alive, right? Huh. What's going on out there? Shh! The rebels are traveling openly, armed. I'm guessing they're going doing everything. I wanna go home! Just shh! Just hold on. We're working on it. We're gonna make things right. David, here comes one. Shh! Is in there? We're not safe anymore. Man down, man down. Here we go. Chris, get that door ready. On it. We getting out? Yeah. You first, then help the civilians. Yes, sir. You, you're gonna get us all killed. And my baby! Listen, no one's going to die. Hurry! You killed my daddy! I'm sorry. I'll never forget that. Son, you've got to move. You better listen to the boy. You can't just ignore him. Listen, we don't have time. <laughs> What the hell is going on up there? The kid's just stressed. It'll be okay. Daddy! Daddy! You killed my daddy! Pipe bomb! Move! 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 Look, get, get the civilians to somewhere else. Maybe, oh. maybe the restaurant. I'll try. What did you do to my son? Down! Everybody down! Here they come, David. Six of them. Five now. That guy's got a freaking AK! I'm running low on clips. There's more coming. Where next, David? If we're staying our ground. Everybody down, lie flat. Get, get below the lip of the riverbank. There's more coming. I see three, maybe four. Keep shooting. Lay down your guns. We've got a 30 6 trained on the boy. Damn it. What are we going to do? Don't have much of a choice, do we? What the hell? It's friendly fire. The cavalry. Thank God. Chris, we're taking the position. The rest of you, stay down. But my son. They're bluffing. Now just stay down. Chris, let's go. That's it then. Thanks. Not bad for a bunch of mechanics. Samantha Miller, Staff Sergeant. David Brenner. Where's Prophet? First Lieutenant Prophet is working on the radio guy. What? Refugees are in my care now. Prophet is making a go for it. Prophet, Prophet, this is Wally One? What the hell are you doing? I'm going quiet. Over. Are you out of your goddamn mind? We got a dozen civilians here who need to get the hell out of Dodge. Over? I'm taking the guy down. Over. With an army of one? Over? I can't risk anyone else. Over. You need to get your ass down here. We were nearly all killed till your friend showed up. Over? You'll have to make it on your own. Profit out. That prick! He's your superior officer. 
So that gives him the right to get himself killed? He's taking out the primary target. Screw the primary target. We need to get all these people to safety. Which we'll do. We're running out of time. Hey, um, hey, you guys, if I could be so bold. Hey, what happened to you? Oh, nearly lost my leg, but hey, Prophet Man thought I was all right. What? You let John leave an injured civilian behind? Lucky for me, this gal has the kind of pain meds people rob grocery stores for. What the hell? Look, I'm sorry if the chain of command is getting your panties in a knot, but I can't... He's out of his freaking mind. He. Hey, hey, listen, man. I've been trying to tell people I've got a hideaway up at Pushaw. We can get as far as Glenburn if we follow the rail tracks. It seems exposed. What kind of hideaway are we talking about? I had an uncle who was nuts about Y2K. He built himself this crazy bunker up in Pushaw with the works. Guns, ammo, food, water. I mean, it might be vintage by now, but we don't have a lot of options. Well, that sounds good to me. I'm sorry. I still don't understand why you think you're in charge. I was in command of the Walmart station. Things have gone a little above the head of the guard, don't you think? I'm a staff sergeant myself, ma'am. In Podunk, Maine. What do you know about this kind of madness? I grew up around here. These are my people. I want to protect them, like a soldier. You're going to need some help, sergeant. I'm not turning it away. Right. You've got guns and ammo at this camp? Have you been listening? Very well. Let's move. Brenner, round up your Girl Scouts. Yep. All right, everyone. Let's go. Hey, what's your name, kiddo? Kiddo? Luke's not coming out today. He's not, huh? Then who are you? Miles. Miles, huh? Okay, cool. We got Cool Hand Luke and Miles. I like it. He's a bad man. Who? The man who wants to be in charge? Oh, him. I, I don't know him that well. What makes him bad? He killed my... He killed Luke's daddy. He shot him dead. Oh, hey, uh, does that radio still work? Maybe. Turn it on. I want to see how our fearless leader is doing. Okay. And that is the doctrine of the individual. The individual whose primary duty is to protect one's own interests, to buck the desires of the state in all things, and to ensure the sovereign right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Ah, it sounds like the state has returned to take back what they think is theirs. Well, listen now, and you'll learn everything you need to know about the state, how it treats its weakest members. So they've come at last. It's just one guy. Let him in. What? I want to know what he's made of. No, I... Scared, then. Hey, we're supposed to stick together here, Kirk. What the hell's wrong with you? I want a little drama for all of our radio listeners. I want the whole world to know. To know what? Fine, I'll do it. Hey, hold on. Huh? I'm not letting you open that door. No? No. Or what? You know what, Kirk. I don't want it, Kirk. You lost it. Ha-ha! You hear that? You hear that? That is the sound of a man who is a free thinker. He will violate me, the leader of his tribe, if he thinks that what I'm doing will infringe on his life. Now, dear listeners, now do you understand? All right, time to tear this thing down. Hey, get off me, man. Get off me. Let him go. To stalemate. Bull! You'll let him go or I'll blow your brains out before I slice this man's neck from ear to ear. Tell me, how does that make you feel? Like your doctrine about the individual is a bunch of bull. 
Drop the innocent and fight like a man. Innocent? Oh, no, that's an interesting word. It presupposes that this man is free from blame, free from fault. Yeah, that's what the dictionary told me. Oh, but he, just like you, is an agent of the state. And when a man surrenders his will to the state, he is not innocent. His fate becomes determined by the fate of the state. Which in this case is being manhandled by this jackass. Oh, oh, oh. Not much room for debate. Don't move. Soldier, your state has abandoned you. You are now a free agent. The rules and regulations and orders and protocol are gone. What's your next play? Let him go. I can't do that. Hey, I don't think this guy's kidding. Neither am I. Oh, here, listeners, we have the noble individual reduced to nothing more than a killing machine by the doctrine of the state. Nothing more than a, a trigger with a brain. Get me away from this psycho, dude! Uh, shoot! We have our answer. Help! Help! No! Eat the butt of this asshole. Jesus. Come on, we got a lot of walking to do. He killed Como. He killed him. I'm sorry. Would the gang of you hurry up? Uh, where are we going? When we walk wherever we're walking, where are we going to be? We just finished talking about it. We're heading to Pusha. What about after that? I mean, a year from now, where the hell are we going? I'm not worried about that right now. Get it? Move. We deserve to know. We're getting away from all this madness. What kind of an answer is that? All we've got. Come on. One day we'll be living out our lives again somewhere safe and, and marvel how we ever made it through this. Safe? <laughs> I don't think any of us will ever be safe again. Well, you can't stick around here with a bum leg, can you? They got a wheelchair ramp in Shangri-La? Hurry up! this thing on? Uh, okay, alright, here we are live! Hello world! This is 100.3 WKIT, the Rock of Bangor! This is Stephen King's radio station on what has got to be the strangest day in the history of Bangor, Maine. Barockers, this is the day to stop worrying and love the bomb. Crank up your radio, enjoy whatever you've got to enjoy, and get ready for Kingdom Come. How about a little bit of CCR? Listening to The Cleansed, Episode Zero by Final Room Productions. The Cleansed was written, directed, and produced by Fred Greenhalgh. Executive producer, William DeFries. 
Associate Producer Katie Fredoso. You heard Rich Fish as Como, Bobby Russell as himself, William DeFries as Stephen King, Riley and Doran as Jenny, Philip Hobby as Jake, Christopher Price as Kurt, Dave Marshall as Rebel, Paul Drynan as John Prophet, Tim Dakin as Sam, Chris Newcomb as David, Burke Brimmer as Chris, Ben Mitchell as Kid, Lisa Muller Jones as Sarah, Pope Brock as Man in Rebel 2, Brent Ascari as Sawyer and Mike, Rebecca Mitchell as Luke, and Dave LaGraff as Lee. Sound recording by Randall Farr and John Bowles, mixed and mastered by Mind's Eye Productions. This production was recorded on location at the Biddeford Airport in Biddeford, Maine, and other locations in Southern Maine. Additional sound effects courtesy of Mind's Eye Productions and SoundDogs.com. Kick-ass rock music by the Big Coffin Hunters, Groovy Funky Jazz by the University of Maine Augusta Audio, and cover of Run Through the Jungle courtesy of Gringo Man. Special thanks to Stephen King and his rock and roll radio station, WKIT 100.3, the city of Biddeford, Tom Lopez, CBS, Rich Fish, Amy Titkin and Yoff Yummies, LLC, Casey Wayland, the Dead Ford Trading Post, William DeFries, Anthony Marino, and most of all, you, our listener. To learn how to be part of the cleansed and epic post-oil audio adventure coming early 2012, visit us online, www.thecleansed.com. That's www.thecleansed.com. Episode. Um, before we close out today, um, I, I almost glossed over our Captain Radio review t- uh, of this week, um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm hugely affronted to do that. This piece is, is really excited. Um, yeah, it's been a really good uh, week for radio drama this week. We've got a new project by um, Matt Boudreau. Matt, Matt is a uh, guy I, I guess I first encountered him on the audio drama talk boards. Um, audio engineer was very clear he knows his stuff um, in terms of audio engineering and the business side of audio. And I was really excited to hear he finally got together working on um, an audio drama project. It's called 1918. It's about um, aliens and uh, the world <laughs> World War One. Um, it's freaking sweet. Uh, but I'm gonna let Cat. I'm not gonna steal the words from Captain Radio. Let's hear Captain Radio's review. Greetings, audionauts. Captain Radio here with a review of Oral Stage Studios' initial production, 1918. Toward the end of World War I, if an off-course alien armada's spaceships randomly crashed around our globe and you suddenly acquired highly advanced alien weapons, what might be your first instinct? I can't wait to use the laser. Laser! Pew, 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 pew! To her credit, Evelyn Serwin, a vaudeville performer aversely transformed into a savvy femme fatale and portrayed by equally versatile actress Robin Reed, more often remains clear-headed. However, her brainy allied scientist sidekick, Henry Isotope, rendered with hilarious aplomb by classical thespian Patrick Pizzolaroso, seems nigh incapable of casting off his boy in a toy store fixation with alien tech. These two set out to recover and to unlock the mysterious power 
more of the off-world orbs. Racing against them are Avery Pearson's Dr. Hefeweissensteinhagen, Alyssa Simon's Frau Hera, and a fearsome creature resurrected with alien technology. Oral Stage Studios came together as a collaboration between sound designer Matthew Boudreaux and his mentor, Mike D'Almeida, the resident sound designer at State University of New York in Oswego. When Matthew and actress-director Samantha Mason decided through Oral Stage Studios to produce an original feature, she introduced him to playwright-actor Richard Lovejoy, who in turn suggested adapting his dormant spec television script for 1918. Lovejoy joins in his own mayhem, depicting deadpan Dr. Xavier Zanders, Isotope's colleague, and an unimpressed control who must endure Isotope's Agent 86 antics, as here the latter shows off one of his toys to Evelyn. See? The entrance opens with a clap! Alien technology. We call it the Clapatron. Henry calls it the Clapatron. You're a child, Henry. Sorry. Discovering the Order of the Horizon secret lab trashed, the three confront Abe Goldfarb's sneering, malevolent automaton recreation of someone quite familiar. Who and, and, and what are you? You may know me as the Red Baron. Manfred von Richthofen. Manfred von Richthofen. With most of the relatively brief episode allotted to introduce story premise and style, as well as principal characters, this first 1918 offering runs a bit light on presumable action. However, the final scene leaves the audience locked and loaded for plenty to follow. Chris Chappelle's alternatingly heroic, eerie, and poignant scoring complement well Lovejoy's script, which seems to strike a good balance between sci-fi drama tension and comic relief. And Pizza LaRusso's frenetic isotope briefly had me bemusing whether Ritalin should be sold over the counter. Listen yourself to 1918 Episode 1 on the first sound channel at CaptainRadio.com or by visiting the production's website at 1918show.com. Until next time, Audionauts, this is Captain Radio. Signing off. All right, thanks, Captain Radio 1918. Of course, it's a special double thumbs up from Radio Drama Revival. You will hear the full episodes on this show as soon as I can schedule them in there. Um, the show does book far of advance, but check it out at 1918show.com. 1918show. Um, yeah, check it out. And um, the the main story today was the cleanse, thecleansed.com. And as I said, support this stuff, people. Um, if you like it, if you like what you're hearing, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot, but a few bucks here and there. Um, just to let the producers know you're out there, that you're listening and that you care enough to even give them, you know, if I get $5, I'm thinking, you know, that's a fan who cares enough about my work to, um, you know, to give something and to step up the play a little bit. It doesn't need to be a huge amount of money. If it is a huge amount of money, you know, that's going to help too, but... Um, you know what I'm going for here. This is crowdsourcing. This is um, grassroots audio production, and I hope you'll uh, be a part um, <laughs> now. Kind of on that same topic, uh, we're going to hear a masterful piece next week. One of the most exciting pieces um, I've played on the show. I've, I've been able to play some real gems, um, and, and this what we're going to hear next week is, is among them in the top, uh, you know, maybe among the, probably among the top 10 uh, most awesome shows to go on Radio Drama Revival. It is um, a piece from Bradbury 13. This was produced back in 1984, back when there was uh, resources to be had for radio drama. 
um, Mike McDonough, sound designer, had a, a personal relationship with uh, Ray Bradbury and met him um, when he was young and um, got permission to adapt some short stories Ray Bradbury. And these are far and away uh, the best adaptations of Bradbury's work I think have been done in audio and maybe in any genre. Um, you know, we've, we, you know, Bradbury is certainly no stranger to audio adaptations, um, both in the old time radio era and, and more recently he's had some great adaptations done. Um, but nothing quite matches, I think, the, the resources that were available for this project and the work that Mike Madonna did are just absolutely breathtaking. We're going to hear A Sound of Thunder, uh, one of, the, which is, you know, p- pretty much set the, the precedent for what a Tyrannosaurus Rex should sound like in audio. And then we'll be hearing uh, Mike Madonna himself talking about his work in sound design. I learned all kinds of fun stuff about what a sound designer actually does for film and um, how he did, how he started with radio drama and how he ended up doing film um, sound design. Pretty interesting stuff. God, yeah, you know, I have a lot of fun doing this. Um, love radio drama. I love that the, the, the medium keeps emerging and changing and uh, new artists come up all the time and I can be, be impressed about what's out there and people who are willing to talk about the genre and, uh, and to support it. So, yeah, if you're one of those people, if you want to hear more audio drama programming, do check it out at our website, radiodramarevival.com. Over 150 hours of original audio drama going back to the beginning up there. Uh, and you can uh, follow us on Twitter at, at Radio Drama. We also have a Facebook page um, for Radio Drama Revival. Um, you can also find us on iTunes. Search for Radio Drama Revival. And if you are, are on iTunes, if you do, please do us a favor of uh, just uh, writing a review for Radio Drama Revival, saying your support. Really appreciate it. Um, even if you can't contribute financially, if you can just uh, you know uh, put a positive review up there to help say your pit part, uh, really appreciate it. All right, that wraps it up for this week. Radio Drum Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drum Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Greater Portland, Maine's community radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as labor love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Thank you.